0: You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5 Welcome to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin for today, the 9th of May I'm Clancy Overall, joining me is Errol Parker, fellow editor Errol Parker and of course the young fella Wendell Hussey who has been on an extended break because he is a millennial and feels entitled to take as much time off as he wants. Where is Bruce, Wendell? p
1: and Cruz. Is he? Another week or so to go. He should be back.
0: If he doesn't get Salmonella, he should be dropping the knee. Or gastro On the old floating RSL. It sounds uh, sounds like he's having a good time, but it's good to have you back with us. Errol and I are stepping up and once again uh, joining Wendell this week to dissect the biggest stories of the week on the Batuta Advocate.
2: Take it away, Wendell. Biggest story
1: this week, gender gap widens as Egg Girl receives 9,000% less social media praise than Egg Boy.
2: So for anyone who wasn't following this story this week, a young lady in uh, Albury down there on the border of New South Wales and Victoria, uh, she decided to egg the Prime Minister Scott Morrison at a CWA function, but unfortunately the egg didn't crack both when it landed on Scott Morrison's head and when it landed on the floor. It kind of harks back to uh, Egg Boy from a couple of months ago, doesn't it, Clancy?
0: Yes, yes, but she really hasn't chosen the right victim. I think uh, Fraser Anning was obviously universally hated, still is, I believe, and wasn't surrounded by people that loved him when it happened, other than a couple of Nazis. Well, it really was a crime against originality. Yeah, I'd I'd have to agree with that. Egg Boy had a youthful charm that kind of only comes when you are... That age, a young man, he was able to take a beating from the Nazis. He was also of that age where you don't really feel a beating, especially when you get such a big hiding, you know. Surrounded by CWA members, I guess the fact that she looked like Meg Griffin didn't help either, who's obviously the most unpopular character in um, all uh, young adult cartoon uh, universe. Uh, yeah, it didn't really work out well for her, and it's really slowed down the news cycle a little bit.
1: It's been a merciless election campaign, and we, like most of Australia, can't wait until May 18th. Which brings us to the next story, electoral commission rules any penises drawn on ballot papers will count as a vote for the Greens.
2: This article is in response to a number of questions that we have saying, if your donkey vote, where does your vote go?
0: Well your vote doesn't go anywhere. Unless, of course, you draw a penis on it, which is what the Electoral Commission has ruled this week. One of the readers, Matthew Pennant, left a comment asking if a dick counts as a vote for the Greens, does that
2: mean a swastika counts as a vote for Fraser Anning's Conservative National Party? Good question. Alternatively, the Electoral Commission also told us that a photorealistic drawing of a human anus will be counted as a vote towards Darren Hinch's Justice Brigade. Yes, it's a wonder how we can manage a level of education across this country
0: where every citizen can keep up with the increasingly complex numbered voting cards and voting system we've got above the line below the line you know and apparently there's many of us who don't get it and opt to draw giant pulsating cocks instead
1: in all fairness though clancy uh, even though we might have a few dead shits we seem to be doing better than the high-paying international students who make up one-third of our tertiary institutions which leads us into the next story about a scholarship kid thanking an international student for making her education possible
2: Of course, that's in reference to Monday night's Four Corners special on the rort, that is, international student programs at our nation's universities. The biggest cash cow, they say, since Pink Bats, and funnily enough, all set up by Labour governments. The pressure's back on Bill Clancy. Yes, indeed. And, you know, it's a two-way street, of course. You know, while
0: the scholarship kid does thank the international student for uh, paying the fees that make the education possible, the international student uh, in turn thanks the scholarship kid for lifting the academic average in the marks that they'll be receiving by simply not turning up to an exam in a degree they bought.
1: That's enough on politics now, I think. It's been a big weekend for Australians in New York, with the iconic Met Gala taking place a couple of days ago Australian time. And one of our Aussies over there, Liam Hemsworth, has misinterpreted the Met Gala's camp theme and rigged up a Hilux roof tent on the red carpet.
0: Yes, it seems that Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth, the Byron Bay locals, misinterpreted the theme as camping and rocked up at the museum looking like they were ready for a fortnight at a Luca with the cousins. Now, that's almost it for this week. Thank you to the young bloke Wendell for so graciously returning from holidays to help carry the bulletin for us. Now, the kids in our office are often unreliable and would prefer to... Be out there blowing their money on cocaine and trendy new sand shoes. We thank you for rocking up, Wendell. We write about this a lot, the kind of entitlement of Gen Y.
1: Yeah, Errol wrote this next one, maybe indirectly about myself. Rent is dead money, says 28 year old bag of shit, still living at home.
2: Well, I don't think you're a bag of shit. Thank you, Errol. Young Wendell, I think you're more or less a bag of piss. And the comments on this article were disgusting. I mean, I was appalled. Our social media manager, Jenny, had to spend hours combing through all the comments, having to delete all the horrible things they were saying about the man's forehead in the article.
0: Yes, the subject of the article, Danny Cartwright, did seem to have a bit of a five head on him, and most of the comments were about it. It was it was tall poppy. It was disgusting. Another comment from Jackson Belcastro that wasn't about the man's forehead said, uh, "Rent is dead money. How dare you say that? It's the lifeblood of the current bourgeoisie."
1: Belcastro, a very socialist name from that commenter. And that's all we've got for this week on the Bulletin, I'm Wendell Huss
0: Until next
2: time, I'm Clancy Overall, and I'm Errol Parker. Good night.